this week's Dinner with Pop. League Pass, Trades, Television Rights, The Troubles of Russell Westbrook. That's right, folks, another tasting menu. I don't know. How's the NFL on Fox thing go? Was that the NFL? I thought that was. Well, the I was little, trying to do it. I thought that was the Little Buff Boys. Uh, Actually, that was Little Buff Boys. One of the Little Buff Boys, which I which I was just singing yesterday. So I, we were singing it last night. I don't know why. <laughs> it was we were waiting for a table at rest at the at the restaurant. We we're talking about our favorite season two sketches. And we both <laughs> agree. Like we were both like Little Buff Boys, not that good. And then immediately after we said that, we we're like. Actually, it's pretty good. <laughs> I, I was pretty, I was pretty lukewarm on Little Buff Boy, but then uh, after seeing it again and just seeing like uh, Sam Richardson do it, it's just very uh, yeah, definitely not as good as Baby of the Year. This is yeah. from if I include this in the podcast for the listener who does not know, pause the podcast, go watch. I think you should leave on Netflix if you like the jokes we make on the podcast this is like if if we were actually good at making jokes yeah i think we should actually keep this because there's a really good tie into basketball with it because Ooh. there's also like uh if you enjoy the show there's also and if you're also like on social media twitter specifically there's a uh a twitter account dedicated to mashing of basketball and i think you should leave sketches called i think uh, you should league pass yes and it's always very funny I feel like uh, there's like a weird but common thread of like people who love basketball and like all the basketball things. And they also love I think you should leave, which is a very specific. I think it's people who are extremely online. <laughs> is, that what, like, is that what it is? I think so. It's like and, and like of a certain millennial Gen Z age. It's like, yeah. you, like your brain's been warped by the Internet yeah. for 20 to 30 years. And mm. also uh, you like sports. <laughs> It's uh well it's also just like it's specifically like basketball which you're oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, I can't like and these are all gonna be references that if you watch the show you'll know, but like I think about that's a chunky all the time. <laughs> if there's any like chubby player, I think like Zion. that's that's a chunky like <laughs> it there's an ad now with Zion and Zach Levine and they're playing yeah, 2K it's like and a they Mountain drink Dew. Mountain Dew and it, I guess it's like an ad for both 2K and Mountain Dew. Yeah, he's big. And Zion looks, I mean, Zion is enormous, yes. but he has not been playing. And I think he was, I don't know. I think he's gotten more into playing shape, but yeah, that's a big man. That, that, that commercial, like I think debuted before the season started. And I remember seeing it thinking like, that guy looks like it's cause like, you know, like some players, like they look like they're not in their end season shape. But mm-hmm. seeing him, like he was like, Oh, that's a, that's a big guy. And he's, he's like next to Zach Levine, who is like, like a big guy already too and he yeah, that's looks a, massive that's the thing it's like on a basketball court steph curry kind of looks small but he's six three mm-hmm. and so it's like all these players are like average six five or something yeah then you put zion williamson next to him and all these players are enormous and zion williamson is a small planetoid he looks like you know that modok yes he looks like modok a little bit just like a big head he always reminds me and his playing style reminds me of i think i've said this before but this is such an oblique reference that i'm sorry first of all i'm sorry second i'll say what it actually is in super smash brothers yeah when bowser jr shoots that big cannonball yeah yeah and just like goes across the screen yeah 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 it's he is the big cannonball yeah, he just like goes across the court. I miss him. I really want to. I really liked watching him play. 
I, I really uh, just want the listener to know that we've already spilled the beans on who we are as people, where we're like referencing like Marvel characters and Super Smash Brothers and basketball. And, uh, I think you should leave. And, and I think you should. Leave. I, th- I think this is. Um, I want. I want you, the listener, to know that we are actually just uh, big ass nerds. Yeah. I was gonna start out. I was trying to sing NFL on Fox because I was gonna start out talking about the Super Bowl. Because you wanted to talk about the Super Bowl, but, but this is better. Completely, yeah, you're right. Well, the Super Bowl is happening next That's week. That's true. Yeah, um, this this Sunday for the listeners. You're, uh, you're, a you're, week from today for Isaac and I. Your L.A. Rams are in the Super Bowl. Your Super Bowl. Los Angeles Rams uh, featuring man. Cooper Cup <laughs> and their quarterback, who we will and not quarterback illegal to name, but I, I do know the name. Seth I mean, I knew it then, too, but now I know it even more. Just really quickly, uh, I've been driving home from, like, work. So I work in Santa Monica, and so I have to take the 10 freeway uh, mm-hmm. on the way back. And then I also take the 110, and I have mm-hmm. to pass by the convention center. And they have a bunch of just, like, there's, like, a big LVI on top of it, and just, like, a big Super Bowl, like, banner everywhere i think they're gonna have like media uh, like this week yeah the when the super bowl was in houston when i was a kid when i wasn't like i feel like it was very soon after uh reliant stadium opened or nrg stadium it was mm-hmm. reliant back then they had like a big like uh, there was like this free event thing that or maybe it wasn't free but we went to <laughs> it and it was like at the houston's convention center the george r brown convention center and you could like there were like little obstacle courses for kids and you could like try to throw a ball through a ring or whatever and stuff like that. And I remember I was like, I really wanted, I would like, didn't really care about the game so yeah. much, but I was like, I want to go to this. Like, yeah. like ads in the paper or something. That's how I feel about this. Like seeing the convention center dressed with all the Super Bowl stuff. It's just, it's kind of like cool to see, um, it feels like a big event is going to happen this week. And so just being like traffic is going to be a pain in the ass for sure. Mm-hmm. But just being like in that energy and that hype is kind of cool. And I'm glad that LA is in it so that I can just wear blue and yellow or something all week. Like you are right now. Yeah. I'm wearing a union strong shirt. So hell yeah. This is a pro union podcast. <laughs> um. uh, I also like the idea really quickly, just uh, of that event that you went to. It probably was free, but I like the idea that like your parents had to spend like a shit ton of money for you to go. Like, this. well, I, was, I don't think so. I don't think we would have gone. If, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to remember if there was like a ten dollar admission fee or something, something like that. I think I'm, it was like, relatively sure. cheap. Yeah. I think there were like player autographs and stuff too, but it, like the lines were nuts. I remember there was a line to get in, and like even getting in, I think we got like free, like a little bag. I have no idea. This is just oh, unlocked like a deep memory within my brain. Yeah, I hope there's a little kid out there this week who goes to one of those things over here. Absolutely. And they host a podcast about dinner with Steve Kerr because of this. <laughs> in in 20 years or whatever. Yeah. Uh, this is a podcast. What do I normally say? You intro us. Welcome to Dinner with Pop, the podcast where we two basketball fans learn everything we can about the past present and future of basketball in order to impress our dream dinner date food and wine connoisseur and five-time nba champ coach greg popovich i'm reed o'connor this is my co-host isaac benavides hello reed hello how you been good i just woke up from a nap and now we're 
in it. It is energy Sunday night talking about Smash Brothers and the Super Bowl. Let's just uh, get into it. Absolutely. Um, So this week we got no weekly special. We have uh, what we like to call one of our tasting menu episodes because there's a lot of small stuff that we wanted to talk about this week that went around on the NBA and nothing that we felt you know, held our attention that way. So we're going to serve out little bites of uh, talking about the NBA news of the week and uh, things that went on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're getting into it. First things first, uh, I've got big news. This is big news in the NBA. This is probably the biggest thing we're going to talk about this week. Everyone's talking about this. Woj was talking about it. Uh, Worldwide Wob. Uh, Kevin O'Connor was tweeting about this. It's that me, Reed O'Connor, I got leak bass. Finally. <laughs> Insert... Uh... Horns, sirens, confetti popping. Uh, he's done it, folks. He, he's got I've done bass. it. Now I'm going to find a good free sound effect library. But yeah, I did it. Uh, it only costs $50 for the rest of the season. Still kind of a lot of money. You got a deal, though, kind of. Because like, I think I paid like $200 for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if you pay for the whole season, it's like $200. But we're now like, there's only three months left. And it doesn't include the playoffs, I think. Yeah, right. The playoffs are on national TV, so... Uh, I took a peek at it because you and I both share a YouTube TV subscription because that's where you bought it through. Yeah. And uh, looking at the guide now, like every game is on there, which kind of blows. Me. I haven't I haven't I haven't even used it because I, I, I feel all own. powerful. I feel like this is how the Lord, our God must feel <laughs> like he can just watch. He knows everything that's going on at every given moment. And I feel that way about the NBA. Today, I watched. Nets Nuggets just because I could. You did. Wow. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets blew them out by like 20. Oh, I nice. be damned. How do you feel knowing that you could just like watch any game now? Just um, omnipotent. Um, omnipotent? <laughs> um, omnipotent. Sure. Don't know how to pronounce it, but that's how I feel. Yeah. I like I feel like I could shoot lightning out of my fingertips. I feel like if I wanted Kevin Durant to sit out a game, he would. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm in, I'm Adam Silver now. Oh, nice. Because I can watch all the games and Adam Silver can watch all the games. So we mm-hmm. are equals in that regard. Yeah. The best thing about League Pass is that you can just uh, go to any city you want in the NBA. Virtual, virtual travel. This is, this is, this is what they mean by the metaverse, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, probably. This is honestly, probably League Pass is like part of the metaverse. I have no idea. I see here in the show notes that you have Lakers TV rights. Yeah. So the, I don't know. I don't know. This was on my mind because I like, so I do feel all powerful, but I also feel a little kneecapped because I can't, I still can't watch Lakers games Mm. or Clippers Clippers games games. or anything that's on national TV, but that's fine because I have YouTube TV. So I, I don't know. I just find this whole rights thing interesting that we live in like this era where everything is available on demand, but they're still tying up lakers and clippers to like you have to have a local cable package which i will never have unfortunately or fortunately i don't know who cares i don't know so the stuff could be changing and then like years going forward i just like these deals are coming to an end sort of i mean not really not the lakers one lakers in 2012 signed a 20-year deal with then time warner cable now they go by spectrum uh for three billion dollars if you live in the LA area, you won't be able to watch the Lakers on League Pass or whatever until 2032. Are you serious? Yeah, we got 10 years left on this deal, which is nuts. This is infuri- infuriating because this Lakers team is so uh, is so bad 
allegedly. I don't know because I, I I don't see their games. Well, they did play. They made liquor on national liquors. I can't speak today. Lakers Clippers was on national TV on Thursday. Oh right. So we were able to watch that. I live here. I live in this city. Why, why yeah. can't I watch both of these teams play? It's absurd. The Clippers have a deal where in 2016 they sold their rights to Fox Sports, and now the channel is called Bally Sports. Yeah. Bally Sports Southern California. Yeah. For three hundred million dollars for six years. So that deal is coming to an end this year. Oh really? Steve Ballmer's talked about reneg- renegotiating the rights and like what? Yeah, what the future of NBA streaming is going to be. And the like NBA national TV rights come to an end in 2025, like with TNT and ESPN. So I feel like we're like due for like an actual NBA Netflix kind of situation where it's like League Pass like is literally every game. I feel like that's coming down the pipe in the next couple of years because I feel like they could get so much money for that. But I don't know. Oh, my God. This this reminds me of. um have you seen that, like, I think it was, it was like a report or a tweet or something that like MLB was like playing with the idea of like showcasing games on Apple TV or something like having. Like, oh, exclusive, I don't remember that. No, there's like exclusive rights to just like Apple streaming some games or something. Oh, like that'd that. be wild. Yeah, there are there are games, MLB games that like air on Twitter or YouTube exclusive. Like they're oh, also yeah, they're just yeah. like they're just repackaging the local broadcast. So it's nothing. I think so. It's like nothing huge, mm-hmm. but it, they are like selling like and Amazon gets NFL games now. So I feel like there there might be something like that for sure, where like actually NBA is part of Netflix or something. But I feel like it's going to be like you, the NBA charges ten dollars a month. And because I feel like that's a huge business proposition. Like Netflix is worth billions and billions of dollars. And you can milk if like th- this would be a thing that like if you're an NBA fan, you can't not have. Yeah, Do you understand if you could watch your local team, like I feel like Lee Pass would be so much more popular, and if it were a better price, because it's like two hundred something dollars for a year is ridiculous. Also, the interface for Lee Pass, like for like the Lee Pass app, is at is total total dog shit. Yeah, it's wild. I mean, I haven't even used that because I bought it through um, YouTube TV, but I don't know why this is like a pet interest of mine. I feel like I brought it up on the podcast and I can like feel listeners falling asleep. But um, no, that's because they. The the issue is is that like I don't know pe- pe- listeners of ours might have like cable and stuff, but we don't have cable. And, no, uh, I feel like we're a representative. I often think I'm a cool, beautiful individual, and I am a cool, beautiful individual. Mm-hmm. But I'm part of a of trends, and I most of my peers do not have cable. No, for for what I, I was listening to, I was watching All Caps NBA, which is Jason Concepcion's uh, basketball show on YouTube. It's a lot of fun. It's like the the successor to NBA desktop, which he did at the. Yeah. And now he's doing this. Yeah. And he was talking about how uh, he himself, because he also lives in L.A., if he wants to watch like Knicks Clippers or Knicks Lakers games, he has to go on like the sketchiest of like streams just to be able to like watch these games. And so like because it is wild. Those like websites are like, I mean, (laughs) crawling through barbed wire to get to the stream. It's like there's 40 different porn pop ups and like. (laughs) Someone's gonna like have your social security number by the time <laughs> you are able to like see tip off. Yeah, but it's like just to watch like a blowout game, probably. Yeah, it's nuts. It's all sorts of like malware and stuff. We're in the trenches just trying to watch uh Lakers games. Yeah, it's hard. I just want to see LeBron. I just want to see Russell Westbrook. 
Yeah, I just I just don't want you to think that this is only like affecting you because this also pisses me off because I can't even watch like Dodgers games. No, yeah, yeah. I don't I guess I don't think I I think the part that I'm like, oh, this is interesting to me is like the TV rights stuff, the like the the legal bullshit of it all. Like yeah. that I think is weirdly fascinating that they signed away these deals in in 2012, the Lakers signed this deal for three billion dollars. And I feel like if they knew how big streaming was gonna get by now. Mm. I don't know if they would have signed, you know, I, I feel like they're left money on the table. Right. But $3 billion is a lot of money. And I guess you don't pay LeBron James' contract or, I mean, in 2012, Kobe's like. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back on this whenever the Clippers are, are like you have to play for like Clippers TV or something for. The Clippers do have an app. The Clippers have their own app. I was looking at this today that it's like you have to like sign in as a subscriber or something, but it's like called like clipper name i don't even know the spurs have their own app the spurs watch the games you can watch the games but you have to be like literally in the san antonio area wild i've tried watching it like just listening to the radio stream they won't even let you do it if you're not in local yeah the nba league pass is like you can uh listen to the audio from the game if you're in the i'm like i don't want (laughs) to listen to a lakers game i don't know basketball is terrible radio for sure Baseball is the only good radio sport. It, it really is. Football's okay. Soccer is also okay. It's just like basketball's too fast. Yeah, that's my piece, I guess. I got league pass. I can do anything except watch the Lakers and Clippers. But that's fine. I'm going to watch every Rockets game from now on. Oh, yeah. That's that's actually nice where you you don't live in the area that you're at. Like you want to follow like your hometown team. You can just watch right. every one of their games. So my advice to you is if you live near a team you love, move. Move. And then get League Pass. And then pay us money. Yeah, and then cut the check. Uh, league Pass, <laughs> cut the check. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't don't, don't get YouTube League Pass. Team. Yeah. Until League Pass sponsors us, do not give them a cent. If you want League Pass, I'll give you my login. If you listen to this podcast. Uh, if, if you listen to this podcast the week it comes out. Because, you know, when we get huge in a couple of years, people are going to go through the archives. They're going to listen to this episode. And everyone's going to be in my DMs asking for my League Pass login. And I'm going to say, no, I don't know you. I was meant for the 19 listeners that I had in February 2022. Can I can I tell you that just because you do this thing where you say to cut the check to like the like these corporations, I go through my daily life thinking like, like when I use my Kindle, I think like I'm going to put tape on this thing until they cut the check. <laughs> like on the logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to represent any brand anymore. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! The only brand you should represent is your own, dude. Let's grow our personal brands in 2022. I'm all yeah. about growing my brand. I'm about doing my little projects, and uh, my brand's getting big. I want to go back for a second because sure. we wanted to. I forgot to ask you what you've done for Pop lately. Oh yeah. So Isaac, what have you done for Pop lately? Nothing. But I'm glad we're talking about this. I, I, you know what I did for Bob I, lately? I mm-hmm. saw a photo of him in like his rookie season with uh, not white hair. Oh, good for <laughs> Bob. It was it was bizarre. He also had no beard. He looked like very sure. like he looked like a door to door like a te- telephone book salesman <laughs> or something. Did I ever show you my brother for Christmas? He got me this like dinner uh, this dinner with Bob. This pop like panini card yes, yeah, sticker yeah. did i show you this yes this photo of pop cracks me up 
He's just yeah. standing with his arms at his side. He looks like he looks hunched. Like he looks like yeah, he's kind of like hunched over. It looks like uh, I don't know. This looks like maybe Kawhi Leonard era. Oh yeah, it looks yeah, like Kawhi sure. just like gave up an easy turnover, and he's just like, "Are you, are you kidding me?" Yeah, this is what I dedicate my life to. Very funny photo. Yeah, but anyway, and all this, all this rigmarole. What I'm trying to set up is I wanted to check in on our adopt a players. Yeah, you had uh, Joe Ingles. I had Jamichael Green. Joe Ingles. We got some bad news about him this week. Uh, so the bad news about Joe Ingles is that uh, he tore his ACL. Bummer. And he's out for the season. But I was listening to the No Dugs podcast, and they were saying it's very likely that he's probably done in the NBA. Whoa. Because his, because his contract is going to be one of those. It's like you can easily just trade those, and then it goes down the path of like he's like an aging like role player who is going to be coming off a very like devastating injury. So it's very likely that he could be done playing in the NBA, but go play like in Australia or something like that. So it's, it's very sad that like this ACL injury uh, could very potentially affect his career moving forward. And we might not see Joe Ingles in a jazz uniform again. Damn. As that is a bummer. He's yeah. like, in my head, he's young, but maybe he's not. Is he like 30-something? No, no way. He, he has to be. He's 34 years old, so oh, ancient. Damn. ancient. <laughs> damn. He, he is, looks old. He is dying. Every breath he takes could be his last. Uh, I saw a report that says uh, um, Utah ESPN writes, Joe Ingles insists career will continue after ACL recovery, which I, I believe for sure. But will it be in the NBA? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, let's hope. I I, I want the best for, for our friend Joe. Uh, yeah, I, so yeah. I watched, uh, my player was Jermichael Green, player uh-huh. for the Nuggets. I watched the Nuggets-Nets game. He didn't play today. That's the big update on Jermichael Green. <laughs> he didn't play? He didn't play. I also, since it's the beginning of February, uh, we talked about, at some point, we talked about like renewing our adopted player every uh-huh. month. I feel like this is a good opportunity. I don't want you to like dump Joe Ingles. Like, it's a sad scenario. I think what we should do, and we're not going to like completely forget about our past adopted players. Our adopted players, we've adopted them for life. We are building, mm. this is the longest, slowest fantasy draft, <laughs> essentially, in the world. Yeah. And we are essentially going to build a big, uh, a big, happy NBA family, each of us. And we're going to have these players that we follow and kind of know about. But like, well, we're going to highlight, you know, only one per month. So, right. We're gonna, right. Like, we're going to remember and keep in our thoughts Jermichael Green and Joe Inglis and uh, Joe Ingles. How is that Inglis? I don't want. I love just like us saying bye to Joe Ingles. It ends with you just calling him Joe Inglis again. I, I was trying so Gone hard. Gone and not forgotten. I, <laughs> I think at the beginning of the segment, I, I said it right. Ingles. It's just Ingles. Yeah, There's no, no mustard on it whatsoever. <laughs> we could. Whenever he goes back to Australia, just be like, Joe Inglis is my favorite player. <laughs> well, I'm not saying Jamichael Green. I don't know. I, I, just, I think it's, <laughs> it's right for me to learn how to pronounce people's names. Uh, all right. So let, let's let's adopt new players. Let's say let's say bye for now. Good luck. We still uh, got him in our hearts. I'm, I'm looking at this like it's unfortunate that Joe Ingles tore his ACL because he's not going to, you know, put any good minutes for you. But right. I'm really looking at this like a slow fantasy draft. Like sure, sure, sure. Michael Green, I got him in my pocket. That's a good. Oh, uh, and we'll compare like the numbers. 
I think maybe, yeah, and maybe next, once we've built up a little repertoire of players, we can actually, like, draft them in some fantasy system and, like, see what kind of points we get. I like this. Let, let's, let's look onward. All right, so I'm going back to uh, the current NBA player generator uh, at generatormix.com, um, which we found out was outdated last time we used it. <laughs> there were some people who had been traded and stuff. but mm-hmm. uh, And this page just has so many ads on it. This is just someone's like <laughs> someone's project that they're getting like ten cents for for me to click. I want on it. I want the listener to there's like three Harry Potter ads on there and there's like yeah for HBO Max, <laughs> the Harry Potter reunion. You know it's kind of fun. A lot of bottom Carter seems like a good time. Uh, I'm gonna push generate and I'm gonna give you play, three players and you get to choose one of them. Okay, nice. All right, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> okay. Which uh, generatormix.com says plays for Portland. Okay. Ben McLemore, uh, guard, who, says plays who, for Houston. He currently plays for Portland. Yeah, this thing's <laughs> old as hell. And Cassius Stanley, guard, says plays for Indiana. I think that still might be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't want Cassius Stanley. So Why I. Not? I because I don't know, I don't know too much about Cassius Stanley. I mean, that's the point of the exercise. But I understand. I, you go with your heart. Follow your follow your heart. I'm going to take Mellow. All right. Well, <laughs> you also won't have updates for a little bit. Is he out? He just got hurt. I thought. Oh yeah, he did get hurt during the Lakers Clippers game, right? Hmm. Um, I don't not care. Severely, but I, I want I want I want I want to build the actual oldest team in the NBA. I love it. Uh, Mello, Joe Inglis, the list goes on. All right, here's here's who I got to choose from. All right, DJ Augustine. Oh, DJ Augustine. Augustine. What is he? What do they have him playing on right now? Milwaukee. I think he plays for the Rockets. This is this is wild. But I think this is only like a recent thing. Like it's it's like only off like by uh. Yeah, Rockets. He's a vet now. Clint Capella, Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Josh Hart. New Orleans. Nop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a pretty good list. Mm, I'm going to go with. I just got a lead pass. I'm going to watch more Rockets. I'm going to go with DJ Augustine. I think that's good because I think he at least plays. I like Clint Capella, though. I've always liked him since he was on the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Always since he was on the Rockets. And I do. I don't know. I'll probably watch more Josh Hart when Zion comes back. Oh, so, okay. anyway, DJ Augustine. That's who I got. All right, DJ Augustine and Carmelo Anthony are next in the... We'll check in with them. We'll be watching them closely this month. I just don't want to watch any Trailblazers games. Yeah, it's a bummer situation. But that does segue really well for us into our next segment. I want to talk about the trades that are happening. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had two... Uh, kind of major ones this week, um, at least that I caught. Maybe there's one that I missed. The Clippers and the Blazers, speaking of Portland, made a trade. The Clippers <laughs> got Norman Powell and Robert Covington. The Blazers got Eric Bledsoe, Justice Winslow, Keon Johnson, and the Pistons' 2025 second-round pick. Mm-hmm. And about this trade, Isaac was quoted as saying in the group chat, I don't want to hear that this Clippers team has no identity anymore. Yeah, and I want I want I want to bring more out of you here. I want you to like, what do you mean by this? And is it possible for you to sell me 
on the Los Angeles Clippers, a clean a team that I have open disdain for because of their lack of identity. Yeah, I, I think I could because, um, and I'll just also add that Catherine, uh, who's also in our group chat, said that I say this all the time, which is true. I, I do say that they have uh, no identity. But it's because I truly think that this team would be better off if they were not in Los Angeles or called the Los Angeles Clippers. I think this team would be very solid because I just want to list to you this team's potential starting five now. Potential. And so their potential because right now Kawhi is not playing, Paul George isn't playing. So their starting five would probably be, probably be Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, um, maybe Norman Powell. Mm-hmm. Serge Ibaka, no, no, not Serge Ibaka, Ivica Zubats, and uh, who else is on this team? Robert Covington. <laughs> Robert Covington. All right. These five players alone, I think, uh, do you know anything about like Norman Powell? I like know he's kind of popped off this season a little bit, right? Is yeah, that- he, he, yeah, he's, he's popped off of this season, but he was also uh, famously on the Toronto Raptors 2019 season that also had Kawhi Leonard, and he was famously... And Serge Ibaka. And Serge Ibaka, and he was... Uh, I don't know if you saw that clip of the guy trying to dap up Kawhi before the game, and Kawhi just never... Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. That was, that was who that guy was. Nice. And so, so like, uh, their co-workers again... And yes. Norman Powell's always like, what did you do this weekend, Kawhi? And Kawhi's going to like be like, nothing. Uh, so did you give me those reports? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, okay, let me let me look, actually look at this roster. So we know Cool Hand Luke, right? Luke Kennard. Uh, actually, I watched again. I watched like the first half of that Clippers-Lakers game, and I watched back the highlights today. And Kennard had a, had a three or two. He looked good. He looks like he's like riding high still. Uh, yeah, I mean, he has to ride high on that, on that team. So, Nicholas Batum. Uh, mm-hmm. He was no good, and uh, he's a French guy who uh, was, like, buddies with uh, Tony Parker. Two he's French got um, the same uh, roundhead disease as Eric Gordon. Yes. There's a guy on Twitter who, who calls himself part of the Batum Battalion, and he dresses up in, like, uh, like a English like coat or something. He's <laughs> just like, it, like, like, a, like a revolutionary war. Yeah. Coat. Yeah. Kind of something like that. <laughs> it's very funny. We have Robert Covington, who's been kind of all over the place with teams. Uh, he was playing on Houston for a little bit. Mm-hmm. He was, I think he was playing on the Russ team, the Russ Houston team. Right. I remember that. Uh, Robert Covington famously also had a Twitter post that, like, uh, if you clicked on the post. Oh, I remember this. On, on like, the web app, it, like, takes you to, like, a, like some, like, weird other photo or something like that. There's, like, a cross, like. I remember that, like, because they had the same, like, number. Yeah. The, the photo URL. had the same, like, yeah. Weird. Paul George. Um, playoff. Pandemic P. Uh, way off P, uh, PG, no more. Uh, I think he's like shed some of that. Like, uh, he's still kind of like a guy who can't admit that he's wrong, but I really like the way he plays basketball and I really hope he is, is successful moving forward. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein. Great name. Great name. Serge Ibaka. I, uh, I think the national game they played on Thursday. 
I gotta learn the the like TNT commentator names because I don't know them. But I one of the guys it, I think was, it was like, Kevin Hartland was like being like, I I was in Germany. It's pronounced Hartenstein or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this? I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I think I did catch that. Very uh, We got Surge. Mm-hmm. Right, we love Serge Ibaka. What about I, scarves? I, I don't. I, I don't do fashion. I do art. Mm-hmm. Uh, all time, all time classic. Reggie Jackson, who wears every, uh, he wears every accessory, no accessory, in the NBA. Uh, Luke Kennard, classic white guy, clutch. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is probably the hardest to sell. He, th- that I think is a huge part of it for me. So it's like simultaneously that the LA Clippers brand is toxic by way of. Their leader. Their, well, I was going to say, like, literally, like, the branding of the team is so generic <laughs> that it's, like, hard. Like, I can't root for these logos or uniforms. Um, um, I just have, like, a quick, like, just uh, aside about that in particular. Uh-huh. I think because, like, this, like, try-hardy thing also comes across with, like, the other big New York team, the Brooklyn Nets. Right, where, like their logo for like their jerseys are kind of also um and the obsession with like black. Well, any obsession with black, but it's also any obsession with like the street culture. Right. Where it's like clearly like you're you're clearly a corporation. You're right. clearly just like owned you're you're owned by Steve Ballmer, who is like the most opposite thing of like street culture I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And so if they if both of those teams stopped trying to be cool. I think they'd go like a lot more like I think I think I think they should go the other way with it. I think both teams are trying too hard to be cool. And I think I think they should be like minor league baseball teams, like rename yourselves like the Brooklyn Donuts or something like (laughs) the Los Angeles street tacos. You know, I don't know. Just like forget about being cool. Just like be something, be something else. Be like, I don't know, even Clippers and Nets are just nonsense words. Yeah, Lakers a nonsense word, too. But. I don't know. Uh, pick an animal. I don't care. Like, yeah, give me something. I mean, you, they got the condor or whatever in beat the condors. I don't care. I think by next season, we'll see a much more competent uh, Clippers team. And I really think that they'll benefit once they get out of crypto.com arena. I was going to say when they move into the Intuit, what is it? The dome into it dome. I think it's just like arena or something into it arena. Yeah, whatever. Do you think I think that's an opportunity to rebrand the team? I remember Houston, the Astros mm-hmm. moved to a new stadium in like 2005 and they rebranded the team. It was bad rebranding, but yeah. they had a new logo, new color scheme. Oh, was it, I'd like to star? see something like that for. Yeah, they had like a, it was a red star with like an open thing. And then in 2011 is when the Astros got the orange star back, which I like mm. a lot. Um, don't love that they cheated, but I like the star. I, I think that's actually a very good idea. I think they actually should rebrand like that for like a new arena mm-hmm. because the logo is god awful. It's really bad. It's it's truly it's truly horrendous. It truly starts with their branding with this team. Yeah, and then well, that's sort of I feel like uh, we got too into the branding stuff, and then Kawhi, and it's like I can't like it's hard for me to like Kawhi because he is like he's shady. He's just is shady sort of. And, like, good for him for, like, staying out of the spotlight, I guess. But also, like, I don't know anything about you. Like, you, he doesn't have any kind of personality publicly (laughs) besides, like, he's quiet. And in San Antonio, I thought that was, like, kind of charming because San Antonio is kind of quiet. 
but then he was like quiet and like forced the trade and yeah. then he was quiet and like left after winning a championship in Toronto. Yeah. And like, which he had every right to do, but like, I don't know. I think there would have been something more charming to him if he either stayed in Toronto or, you know, stayed in either place. I don't know. Not that like within the player power era, he has every right to move, but like he's the only player that his like free agency decisions have upset me as much as the, or like free agency <laughs> and like pre free agency enforcement yeah. trade have upset me. Even James Harden leaving Houston and like all that stuff. I'm like water under the bridge. I'm like happy to see like even him now wanting to leave the Nets. I'm like, just do whatever. I don't care. Like, yeah, I, I think, uh, I was I was saying this at the start of at the end of last season that I would have rather kept Reggie Jackson over Kawhi Leonard in free agency. I, re, yeah. I really wanted because I feel like when you when you watch Reggie Jackson play, uh, that guy clearly loves being a Los Angeles Clipper, and I think yeah. he's trying to build culture around that. Whereas like Paul George, I think is like down for it. It's just like Kawhi is like but, you're you're really making it like really hard for us to really root for you. Like build move Kawhi to like Charlotte and build a team around him there. You know what I mean? Like. I feel like he's just like swimming upstream too hard on the Clippers. You know, like trying to like force this weird Los Angeles thing on this team that's also trying to force itself on Los Angeles. Yeah, it's tough. Cause, it's tough because he's from Southern California. So then go to the Lakers. Like <laughs> the Lakers need help. Well, he can't anymore. So they 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 have their own thing. Which uh, you know, we, I think we talked enough about Clippers. Did I did I sell you on them a little bit? Um, yeah, a little more like I, I can be excited about Reggie Jackson and Luke Kennard and Robert Covington more than I can. Like I, those, if I, I think it is just a granular like players thing versus like the, the off-putting branding of the Clippers. Yeah. Um, Uh, just really quickly, just to talk about this trade, um, Portland got worse. Yes. So, I mean, Portland, I think is moving towards a rebuild. I think Damian Lillard. Uh, is gonna be moved do you, do you do you think so do you think they're gonna trade him i mean i have no inside info besides no, like, i know this, but this is like pure armchair bullshit and i feel like i know less even than the average nba fan this is a podcast about learning but <laughs> it feels like these are the moves of a team that is not really trying right now and i feel like the next move is you trade demi lillard for assets well, yeah i guess that's i guess my question is are I'll reframe it. Like, w- would you be excited to see Damian Lillard traded? Depends on where he lands. I think honestly, like if Damian Lillard's on the Clippers, that fucking sucks. If he's on the <laughs> Lakers, even I'm more, I'm more receptive to the Lakers receiving um, big free agency stars because that's what the Lakers do. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's part of their brand. Their brand is mm-hmm. the glitz yeah. and the glamour sort of, and all that shit. And like, that's like, it's fine. That's just what they do. Yeah, Damian Lillard in Houston. I feel like he'd fit in great. I feel like that would be Houston would love him. I feel like like Houston's not dissimilar to Portland in its like acceptance and excitement over uh-huh. stars like that. Um, kind of grit, you know, mindset. Um, who knows? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's gonna happen. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I love a. I I would love for James Harden to get traded and for Damian Lillard to get traded. Why not? I like the uh, the chaos and the trade them for each other. <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense. It does. It, yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, Why would you trade like <laughs> bonk, nonsense trade? Um, moving on. We have talked a lot about this. 
there was another trade that happened today. Uh, the headline being that Karis, help me, Karis, Karis Levert. Karis Levert. Mm-hmm. Thank you. One day, I'm like, you know, here's what it is. Lead pass. I'm going to be watching more games. I'm going to be listening to more local announcers instead of just reading about them and watching highlights on mute. So, like, <laughs> I'll get I'll get the pronunciations. Hartenstein. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's great stuff. Karis Levert is moving to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. So that was the headline. Uh, the full trade being a team, a three team trade. And this is what from what I understand from the Woj tweets. And they were hard to parse grammar, grammar wise. They always are. So I don't know if this is actually right and who's getting what. But I know that Cle- Karis Levert is going to Cleveland. And mm-hmm. I know that Ricky Rubio is going to Miami. Yeah. I think Pacers out of this are getting picks, uh, which is a 2022 first rounder. Houston's 2022 second round pick. All these picks that Houston gave up for Russell Westbrook really <laughs> pissed me off. And Utah's 2027 second round pick. Oh, wait, so, so that happened today. I don't the, know. I don't have a take on this, really. No, the, the Pacers get so the Pacers get all these picks. Then. The Pacers get picks. I think the Pacers are the Pacers are clearly trying to like re rebuild. Yeah, rebuild. And I think the Cleveland. I, I, did you know that the Cleveland Cavaliers are actually good this season? Yes, they like they snuck up and they had Ricky Rubio playing out of his mind and then he got hurt and then they're still like good. Apparently Kevin Love is also playing really well too. Who's still on this team. Kevin Love. Is he weird? No, Kevin Love. Kevin Love is fine. I think some of those like all all star level NBA white guys. I'm like. No, no. Kind of I'm like. You you need to watch Kevin Love's uh, architectural digest like house tour. Oh, okay. That's not uh, fun. He has like a an office that's just dedicated to like um, social justice art and stuff like that. All right, thank you, Kevin Love. Uh, so I, I gotta get 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 my all star white guy straight. <laughs> yeah, Gordon Hayward is the one that might be actually like a little bit problematic, but okay, cool. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, the Cleveland team. I'm, I'm glad to see Cleveland's good without yeah. like LeBron around. So the Karis Le- Levert is he like? I mean, is, they traded Ricky Rubio, so is he like the Rubio kind of replacement? I guess so. Yeah, I think they just. I think they just need like because I think they're getting really like a lot of good minutes out of their like new guard Darius mm-hmm. Garland, and um, they have like who's probably one of the front runners front runners for Rookie of the Year, and Evan Mobley, who's their like power forward or something, and they have Jared Allen, who's like that big lanky center who was right. on the Nets, and so I don't know the team. I think the team is like I think they're kind of like going all in on trying to like actually compete for like a top four seed. Cool. That'll be exciting to watch. I can't. I, I can't wait for the playoffs. Honestly. Yeah, it's gonna be like. I feel like the playoffs are kind of real. A lot of coin flips. I know it's gonna be. I'm glad be that fun. like uh, we've really like the the era of like like signing ten day ten day contract players mm-hmm. of just like randos is like kind of over. Yeah. So it's all. It just feels like we're a long way from where it was. Like LeBron gets out of the East, and that's it. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like oh, it was yeah. like, and now it feels like both both conferences are. I know it's like the like kind of up in the air. It's like the Eastern Conference isn't like just like the shittier conference anymore. Right. It's uh. It's exciting. Yeah. Last thing on the list, and I don't really have a cogent thought about this but uh russell westbrook oh people yeah. are Let's upset talk about, about him it. yeah they're super all pissed. over again uh 
it was in the the game against the Knicks yesterday. He played on, on national TV. National TV played very poorly. I'll say, yeah, I feel like that's fair to say. He had five points. He was one for ten from the field, six assists, four turnovers versus the Knicks. Yeah, they it went to OT because he kind of like blew some opportunities late, and like basically the Knicks took advantage and tied the game. And he was benched for OT, mm. which is remarkable. Like there have been like instances of the season where he was benched late, but he's been late and they won. And so it's like, is the headline like this paid off? Like this is the right decision. Like we shouldn't be playing. Not we. I don't I don't work for the Lakers, but the Lakers shouldn't be playing in late in games or, or what? I don't know. Uh, this is a I want to say first and foremost, I'm sorry, Catherine. Uh, this is a pro Russell Westbrook podcast. Um, you've already texted us by now that you're upset about <laughs> our coverage of this. I like Russell Westbrook and it's a bummer to see him see this kind of stuff happen. I just don't know. Like, I don't know. I saw Kevin O'Connor screaming on my timeline. Um, he was my cousin. screaming. I've got to like absolutely get him in line because some, sometimes he is just out of control. The screaming was actually very annoying yesterday. I, I, here's the thing. He's my cousin. Sure. He's annoying as fuck. Yeah. On the internet. Also, in person, he's always like, Reed, what have you been up to lately? And I'm like, fucking lay off, Kevin. Like, that, I'm cool as hell. Leave that, me alone. That little impersonation sounded like a little bit like him. Oh, thank you. I he, has a, he, has a very, he has a very distinct voice, that guy. <laughs> uh, I, so I watched, I didn't watch this game. I was watching Judas and the Black Messiah instead. Right. I was at dinner. So, and I was having a delightful dinner. And I'm very upsetting movie. Two very different evenings for us. For sure. But I asked because uh, Camille and I watched it and then I asked because I showed her the clips of apparently it's like there was like a play where Russ was. Um, so there's two two plays that happened last night. One of them was he went for his because uh, Russ loves to shoot this like off the glass um, jump shot. Right. Right. And so um, like mid range kind of thing. Yeah. But the, lately and it happens a lot more than like probably what we want to admit to, but he like hits the backboard really a lot, but mm-hmm. it's because that ball needs to go up above the rim on the glass to just to get his shot. Uh, I can't tell if that's like an impressive, impressive shot or not, but Tim Duncan really perfected it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he, he shot that and like, it was like another added to the compilation of like another off the backboard. Cause Paul George was killed for this when he hit that backboard mm-hmm. during the bubble. And when and they lost to Denver in the playoffs. I don't remember what you're talking about, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll say yes. I agree. I'll look this up later. I don't want to derail your your anybody thought. anybody who who hits the backboard is going to get like just the, the when you thought. say hit the backboard, it just like bounces off the backboard. It, like no, it never hits the rim or anything. What do you? Yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. So like, well, it hits the top of like the uh, the backboard, like on oh, the, yes, like one yes, of the yes, corners yes. of it. Okay, yes, yes, yes. So, uh, so Paul George did that. A lot of players do that, and then they get torn to shreds for it. But Russ is doing it a lot this season, and there's like a compilation of just him hitting like the top of it and just uh, kind of bricking bricking shots is, is mm-hmm. the only is the only way to put it. And then another play was uh, Russ was I guess making his way around the three point line to the corner, the corner mm-hmm. three. And the fans were audibly. Uh, they were like telling him, they're like yelling at him not to do yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And even like uh, Mike Breen was like, they're telling him not to shoot it. And uh, which I think is so disrespectful. Yeah. It was absurd. I mean, like, I feel like Lakers fans are 
a savage bunch for sure i don't think they're supposed to be worse than like knicks fans but to like to tell someone like to to tell your star player like not to shoot it is such a wild move it is wild i mean i think it's i don't know bank shot did yeah I say bank shot no i don't know if he did but okay I, I bank shot. he said like off the glass right 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 i don't know i don't really know if i have a like i said a cogent thought about this besides like real bummer yes i mean kevin what kevin o'connor was screaming about was like he has to change the way he plays but he never has no 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 i don't know i didn't just <laughs> the the thing is the thing about i i've been watching russell westbrook play for a really long time and uh he really only has one speed and that's just like go 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 right it seems like it's like it is it is that you know what i mean like it's like he's just like in a hurry to to make a shot and yes. that, like it's like there's like a weird like tunnel vision that he gets into where it's like real, too much self-reliance and not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about basketball, honestly, to say the, anything like. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. I don't play basketball. But I what I notice is that he just like runs to the rim and he'll just like chuck it up sometimes where it's like clearly like he has that in him to do it because he did it in OKC forever. Like he's done, is this like, the thing people are saying where he like coasted on raw athleticism for a long time in his career, and now he's getting older and it's catching up with him? Like, where he would he have been able to like charge in there and make these shots? Were he a younger man, or is this just like a shot selection thing? And like, no one would be able to make these shots, or he's being guarded more, or like what? I just want to like. There's a, I guess I'll, I'll cop to like a lack of understanding for why this is happening. Besides it just being like people being like Russell Westbrook just does this, and I'm like. I guess he does, but it, it used to work, right? Um, Catherine, if you're listening to this, just just fast forward the next like 30 seconds. Three, two, one. I really believe that Russell Rest- Russell Westbrook has aged, and yeah. he, he's not he's not as fast as he used to be because like he used to do this all the time. Where he, like him going to like he can easily just like run through like four defenders and then like dunk the ball. He mm-hmm. doesn't, he doesn't do that anymore. Right. He he doesn't he, he like he could still like get there, but now they're like kind of like layups where it's like he's missing some of those. And it's just uh, I think we really are seeing the decline of Russ, which makes me obviously very sad, but I'm still going to root for him. But I, I just unless like I don't see it changing, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I'll always root for him. I think he's a great dynamic basketball player. I think it is just like I guess I feel like I saw this like. That's, I didn't see this coming at all. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I saw people saying this like five years ago where people were like. Did you watch him in Houston? I mean, a little bit. Less. He, he, less. He was, he, he was playing like that, too, I think. I feel like I watched him less in Houston than I did now because I didn't have a podcast back then. But <laughs> <laughs> You're all right. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, I feel like five years ago or something, I like heard people saying like, he has great athleticism, but this won't be this won't work long term. I don't know. I yeah. guess it's weird to see that come true. I mean, the same is happening to LeBron too. He's not as sturdy as he used to be. We're just seeing people like age and like people are like, are like exiting like their primes. Like we're not we might not see Joe Ingles anymore. It's interesting because I feel like we are like we're at the point in our lives where we've been rooting for these players for like a long enough time that they're like the formative players in our NBA fandom. And we're going to see new players coming up and I can see myself having old man takes about like who doesn't measure up to X, like who is not as good as LeBron was or is not as good as, you know, James Hart or 
so on, so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's like, um, it's like Russ was like the fast guy forever, like the ultimate fast guy, but like the new fast guy is John Morant. Like, yeah, I was going to say John Morant. Like he's, he's like our new explosive player. And it's just really weird to see that. Like, because it's Love like, John Morant. yeah, for sure. And like, he'll get old too. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> what a bummer. Uh, man, the NBA, I mean, I'm excited. Now that I have a league pass, I can watch a lot more John Morant. So that's exciting. It's yeah, it's true. And we have to go see him in person. I think we should. Uh, and, and, in his like, like rookie, like, or his, in his like younger years where he's just like super explosive. It's like, yeah, I want to see him in person. Yeah. I'll wear two K and 95s and, and, <laughs> and we can go out and see him. I'll, I'll sit courtside with no mask on. I'll lick John Moran <laughs> if if he's into it with his uh, consent. Uh, but I just want to I just want to say, uh, Russ, uh, I support you a thousand percent. We love you, Russ. I, I hope I hope that they keep you on the Lakers. I don't think they will trade you because I don't think they I don't think they can. But um, I really hope that I see. I really hope that there's like a resurgence in the playoffs or something. I saw a take that maybe it was. I forget whose it was. Maybe it was KOC. I just he really was screaming on the timeline a lot last night. I got I'll, I'll call him. I'll get him in control. Uh, mm-hmm. That the the proper fit for Russell Westbrook at this point is Houston, and I thought that was interesting. It's like where a where does that come from? B be very funny to see him like come back to Houston. Um, we don't we don't need two old guys on Houston just not playing. Sure, we do. <laughs> let's like let's Houston should just acquire all of these point guards that they're just never gonna play, like all of these. Like, yeah, have them on the books. Declining point guards. God, I'm sorry, John Wall. Um, sorry, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Um, all right, I guess that about does it. Uh, that's all I wanted to cover. You got anything else you want to say? Um, I just want to. I just want to reiterate, pro. Russ. We I love just, Russ. I just I just think he's getting a little older. Yeah, I mean it's just I mean it's, it's hard el- it's hard for in the me. room. It's hard for me to uh do yoga. <laughs> it's hard for me to do anything. Yesterday, here's what I did yesterday. I had brunch, I uh had some beers out outdoors, two beers outdoors, and then I had a very nice dinner. And I got home at uh 10 p.m. and I was the tiredest I've ever been literally yeah. exhausted from like consuming yeah russ is a dad of three right now he's a, he's actually playing like the hardest sport for an athlete to play and uh i don't know but you We're know almost russ, the same age russ is gonna i mean for sure russ is gonna have like a game one of these days where he like scores like 30 and he's gonna be that's just, that's just please that's, that's what i want to see for russ i want to see him like I want to see him have some success in a Lakers uniform because it just really is a bummer to see everyone just yell at him every night. For sure, like he doesn't he doesn't deserve any of that, and he should really like uh, like these players when they get pissed off when their like fan base starts clapping for them. He should be like, no, fuck you. Actually, I'm from yeah. this city. I would love to see Lakers make like a playoff run and like <clears throat> and Russ do great solely um, solely just to see Russ shine. absolutely like if Russ got a ring this season that would be that I'd be so happy for him I think I'd cry and be yeah. incredible all right I'm gonna I'm gonna call it there uh thanks for listening to the podcast be sure to rate and review us on your platform of choosing shout out to Baxter Holmes writer of the ESPN article Michelin restaurants and fabulous wines inside the secret team dinners that have built the Spurs dynasty be sure to recommend us to 
your five most having <laughs> NBA League Pass friends? I don't know. They're powerful. They want to consume more NBA content. They have access to all the NBA content in the world, but they want more. They can come to us. And um, yeah, that's about it. Isaac, anything else you want to say? No, but in the words of uh, uh, Kevin Harlan, uh, Hartenstein. (laughs) That's how you pronounce it. Thanks, Kevin Harlan. Thanks, Isaac. Have a good one, y'all.